0: everybody, Dr. Josh Axe here. Welcome to the Dr. Axe Show. Today I have uh, a guest that I'm good friends with. He actually lives here in Nashville, Tennessee. His name is Dr. Chris Motley, and I met Dr. Chris uh, probably about I don't know, maybe eight, nine months ago or something like that. And so Chelsea and I have actually seen him a few times just for our own health and and, and keeping ourselves healthy. And he is a uh, doctor of chiropractic. He's an expert in kinesiology and Eastern medicine. And today we're going to talk about a lot of things that are exciting. We're going to talk about how Enneagram may be able to give you some insights into how you should take care of your health, especially emotionally. Uh, we'll be covering everything from Chinese herbs and supplements to again, emotional techniques to really heal your body and how certain emotions can actually affect every organ system from your adrenals to your liver, to your immune system, to your brain and nervous system, and a whole lot more. And so Dr. Chris, also, if you want to check him out, make sure to follow him on instagram under is it dr chris motley on instagram or dr motley just
1: dr motley like spelled out dr d-o-c-t-o-r
0: motley got it doctor spelled out Motley. i should have just been at the dr your instagram posts are fantastic by the way oh thank you thank you so much oh great great. and uh and again chris is a buddy of mine we might be hanging out this weekend here in nashville oh yeah uh, (laughs) so it's good we uh we frequent we went to new york together recently and ate some fantastic food went to that great uh, Asian tea shop
1: oh that we had the Asian tea and then remember like it was so we call it chi building remember like we right. could feel like the energy and we had a couple cups and we we're like I really feel a little too energized right now I think right. we got to <laughs> slow down
0: we did, a, we did a lot of oolong uh, oolong tea it was great it was it was a good time it was a great time though brother I loved it it, it was so good all right so uh, let's have been talking about a lot of stuff we have people listening who you know a lot of people are Really into health and fitness, and a lot of people are also they're looking for a health breakthrough for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I'd love to hear for you just kind of give a little bit of a foundation and background about sort of the way you practice and what you do. I know you you really practice uh, what I would consider sort of kinesiology tied with Eastern medicine. But how mm-hmm. would you explain sort of what you do and how you take care of patients?
1: I do incorporate many forms of kinesiology and many patients that do not know, or individuals who don't, do not know what kinesiology is, it is basically using muscular function to, and muscles to find out what's going on internally with the organs. For example, we know that joints are moved by muscles, and there's over 635 muscles in the body. And there are five different factors that can cause a muscle to not contract or expand properly, such as structural issues chemical issues like allergies, metabolic issues, organ imbalance, like having problems with the gallbladder or liver, your emotions, how you think, your psyche, the electricity in your body, the acupuncture system. Those five things can affect the contraction or the expansion of a muscle. So as a kinesiologist, I use frequency medicine. I use the current or the electrical current system of the body to assess what factor. What One of those five factors is causing muscular dysfunction, which then leads to pain and inflammation in the joints. So I basically work backwards. I find if you come in, Josh, or anybody comes in and says my neck hurts or my shoulder hurts, I assess one of those five factors, and then I find the organ involved. And in Chinese medicine, we talk about damp heat, we talk about dry heat, we talk about something being wet or dry. I go through those factors and find out what's going on inside the organ, do my best to treat that and see if it fixes the pain, the inflammation within the joint and the muscles.
0: That's what I've used. It's fantastic. And one of the things I love about what you do again, and what you're practicing is sort of these ancient techniques of helping people Mm -hmm. get healthy. Uh, You know, a, a lot of times people don't realize that there are, you know, some structural things can actually affect their organs and vice versa. And, uh, I know that, you know, Chelsea went in and saw great improvements with certain areas like her adrenals. I know for myself and my liver and really working on detoxification, it's been such a fantastic therapy. And again, and we really do our research. I mean, Chelsea and I read a lot of medical studies. We've yeah. uh, know a lot of natural physicians and conventional physicians. And we, you know, have you as one of our go-tos along with guys like Aww. Dr. Gil Bonami. So again, we love the way that you uh you know and, and we one of the things we use the word with you is you're very intuitive in terms of knowing what's going on in the body because you're able to read the body in the systems. this is practice you know you as you and i've talked about in ancient chinese medicine reading the tongue reading the pulse listening to what the body is telling you and one of the things i wanted to ask you too is kind of diving into a different subject as we talk about enneagram and even astrology zodiac signs that type of thing and i do want to preframe frame with this because i got a lot of people who listen with different mm-hmm. religious beliefs. Our belief system I can share share with you, both for Chris yes. and myself, is it's it's more of a belief system around that God created the stars, He created seasons, He created created times for us to be able to glean wisdom from. And this affects, it does affect our body. Um, just like there's an Enneagram and a disc profile and a Myers Brig, these personality tests or categorizations, they do allow us to better know ourselves and each other. But the actual zodiac signs, for instance, I would be called a Leo, it very aligns with my personality. And so again, we believe that God created these things not to be worshiped, uh, but we created these things to better know ourselves and actually be able to better know the seasons and how to interact with other people. So I just wanted to go ahead before I get emailed saying things, I wanted to mention that. That was
1: the best preface. Oh, man, I couldn't even add into that. I do uh, uh, love the way you put it, that how God made the stars and how the things in nature, we talked about this, how the cosmos, the grand major things that are out in our world, and our universe, are mirrors of what's going on in the most minute parts of us, like the smallest cells. They say that our cells rotate like a solar system. So God created a universe, but he says, you're so important that I can put that type of imagery that type of mimicry in you too so cool god creates something big creates something small they're equally important
0: so so talk to me about let's talk about zodiac sign uh, you know yeah. the zodiac or those 12 um and also enneagram and some of these others and how this relates to our our own health or our own um areas we should care for ourselves
1: Yes. Um, if we start off with Enneagram or the Zodiac, um, I always use myself as an example, or I'm going to use you as an example. Sure. Um, if we go into Leo's and we go into the driven, the loyalist of individuals who will see somebody who is wronged and they will defend the people they love, their their pride. They will defend and they will go and take charge. And people look up to the Leo. And if we go into Leo, we also go into Enneagram, we can say that mimics or it resembles the eight. So these individuals, me and Josh love to talk about how this Enneagram Leo can move into Chinese medicine as let's say the wood element. And the wood element is Josh. And Josh, I'm going to talk about it because he inspires me. Me and Josh have been friends for a short time. But he is the natural leader, the CEO, the guy who can take ideas and make them work. So when you look into enneagram or in a patient comes in with this type of makeup, I know that they may be driven by their adrenal glands. The adrenal glands produce tons of aldosterone, cortisol, DHEA, testosterone, which means Josh gets more energy, more strength as the day goes on because when he's in his element, when he's taking an idea and moving forward, his body will produce a lot of cortisol, a lot of adrenaline. So, As this goes on, when a person starts to burn up a lot of adrenaline, they can get into a hyperadrenia, which means they will start getting tired because they're asking their adrenal glands to produce a lot of chemistry. Then the patient will really basically crave things such as sodium, and cholesterol. Why? The adrenal glands are responsible for regulating the way you metabolize sugars, cholesterol, and sodium. So as you burn out, some people with adrenal issues, as they get tired and fatigued, you won't see it on Josh. He's a specimen. He's strong. He's got muscles, but people that come in the office who have severe adrenal fatigue will have water retention all over because their body is producing tons of aldosterone from the adrenal glands. That's how, when a person comes in with the Leo, with the wood element when they come in with this strong leadership type of mentality they are that's the god-given personality of that person and you want to accentuate with that within the person so i will see this and when they get tired i see how they gain weight i know their adrenals are getting tired then i start to suggest things in their diet, such as you may want to think about like a Pritikin diet, more beans or proteins with beans, more of a lean meat, seafood. You want to increase your B vitamins, your B1, your B12, your B6, and fruits and nuts and things that are a little bit leaner on the body. So it allows the adrenal glands to rest. And I hope that answered the question, but emotionally, I want to say this. When you're an adrenal body type, I love how Josh can, I can see it in Josh's face when he has an idea. It's like, let's go, let's go down with, let's get this done. And each body type, each Zodiac sign has a particular way they perceive reality. And Josh will burn adrenaline and cortisol and testosterone differently than another sign because of his personality. So I may be more aggressive in giving him certain types of supplements, than another person because of the personality he comes in with
0: i love it it makes so much sense for myself too i can tell you when i'm working real hard i crave uh it's more meat but yeah salt, actually salt so for, for, for me if i'm going really hard at something it's like i just i want things that are salty oh yes uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah it's so interesting so so let's go through because you know i'm gonna have you on again a couple more times i just sorry i'm thinking this through right now let's on this show today yeah let's talk about Zodiac and then the next show we're going to do, we'll get into Enneagram and the next show I want to get onto the five elements of Chinese medicine. So let's do all Zodiac today. So we've talked about Leo. Let's go through all of the different signs, your thoughts on those. So September, what's that? What's, what's next there? September would be like, if we're doing the early September, that would be Virgo. Okay. So, so, so
1: if, I was going to, if I was going August, like the late August 22nd, 23rd, that'd be Virgo, I would believe. Yes, Virgo. So it's, um, Virgos um, are the, the disciplinarians, I guess. Um, they love organization, and they love to have uh, hard work, and they're very loyal. So uh, the Virgo is in the zodiac known as the Virgin, and they're basically in the element theory or the element scale in Chinese medicine. They're Earth. Why? Because they're the motherly archetype. So if you go into or if you meet somebody who's a Virgo, it is amazing how clean and how organized they are. And to them, the beauty is in all of the, let's say, the details, the small things. You can almost compare them to a one on the Enneagram because the small attention, the small details is what creates the bigger picture. So when you have a person that comes in as a Virgo and they have. OCD type symptoms or OCD type tendencies, that only means that they took their natural ability to be a discerner of the small things, they can see the big picture, you know those people that come in, and you know some Virgos. Oh, they yeah. could read little things, and they go, did you see the way that person wore their jacket or how they talked to somebody? Do you see how they did their hands? And you're like, I was just there to grab a meal. I <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. But the Virgos can find those small things, and they'll run with it, and they're very intuitive. So they discern it, and then they can approach and become more aware of the room as they pick up the little pieces so when a patient comes in and you know them josh if they come in and they have like that, that type of discernment the tendency though is when they get tired they'll pick over overly pick at things then they start going inward and picking at themselves and they're like mm. i'm not good i'm not doing enough i am imperfect i don't have enough i don't have what it takes that's how emotionally it'll come in on wow. that particular Zodiac.
0: So it really comes in too. So this is where a person becomes obsessive is one of the words I would think, or, or and, and over-controlling, like mother hen, like overbearing it over, on their <laughs> kids. And so let, let's do this. So I, I love exactly what you just did. And let's talk through what are a couple of the best remedies or suggestions for people that are Virgo's like, what are some things that they need? I'm guessing maybe spleen, stomach, you know, some of those. That's you know.
1: completely, you already just answered. I would say yeah. when anybody comes in as a Virgo, especially when they pick, um, one of the main, um, the spleen and the stomach are two of the organs that are uh, representative or used to process worry. Or pensiveness. I always find they call the spleen twenty-one point. We talked about the four and the stomach acupuncture points, which are on the front. If you settle that amount of energy down within the digestion, it allows them to digest and allow energy to flow through them properly, mm-hmm. where they don't get bound up inside like they get that tense, and tense feeling. OCD also is with that stomach spleen mixture. It's right beside the small intestine, so there also there's a fire element mixed in. And so I treat stomach and spleen problems. They'll have that too you know they have indigestion they're going to have upset stomach and they'll have a problem absorbing foods because of the small intestine chinese medicine has a lot to do with ocd those tendencies to like be perfectionists and such as well so so, that's, good.
0: so just a few other thoughts I'll mention too if people are wanting cuz i know chris has got these herbs lined up in his clinic by the way if you're looking for an amazing doc in nashville or i know uh, you, you you have people fly in to see you from all over the world from uh, from the UK and everywhere else. But uh, anyways, he's here in Nashville, Dr. Chris Molly. But I know a few of the herbs I saw in your clinic too is like astragalus, licorice root might be some good things for people to take as well there, you know, to really support those areas. And as you mentioned, worry you got to really, the way to fix these issues if you're a Virgo and have these problems is you got to reduce the worry and the stress and take some herbs like astragalus and licorice root would be great. All right, next one we got is Libra. The
1: Libra, well, after that would be Libra. The li- or, yeah, Libra is more of the people that come in around right after September 22nd to probably like October 23rd or something like that, I believe. And so if you, they call them the scales, basically. And in, I've been reading some books. I'm sorry, I'm leaning up and getting out of the camera. Um, but really, these individuals you'll find are really um, calm. There are individuals that you can go to, and they're loyal. They're very um, giving. They do not like to have anything to do with disharmony or discord. So if they they love balance, and they like to see the big picture of life. Now, this is how I, I see with Libra. They're the individuals who like uh, the finer things in life. They love good quality. And so patients love to come to a Libra Libra and find comfort in the Libra. They love to find peace within them. So this is how it works. As a person comes and gets uh, comfort, they see Libra's lifestyle. They want to mimic Libra's lifestyle. Libra sees the finer things in life, and they want to live with that finer thing in life and give. Okay, so they live altruistically. They say, "I, I see beauty within things around me but I see the beauty in you. So they are the individuals who love to see the beauty in you. And then we, as a person who gets noticed, wants more of their energy. And we say, can you see more of the beauty within me? So you'll find that the Libras, when they get tired is because they come to us and they're like, I'm not worried or pensive. I'm just worn out because everybody wants me to be care about them and to listen. To them and to tell me how good, quote, I am. They we don't go to them for that thought, but that's how we feel internally. So these individuals can get jaded very quickly because they are giving into people all the time. They're always feeding into the, the other person. When they do that and they start to feed in and give, the opposite happens to them. They get tired and they get jaded and they feel like I can't give anymore. So anytime a patient comes to me now and they are going to they're in Libra, they're always exhausted because they are the givers. They almost are a two, they are a caregiver. Mm. So they on the Enneagram. So as they give, they will start to feel as though they did not receive, they they never receive care. Like I give so much, nobody cares about me. I'm giving more than I receive. Mm. But it's all dependent about them how they perceive their life. Like I have to give to have worth. So uh, that shows that their old programming that's coming into place right now. So that's how Libra is. Now, we're talking about nutrition. If they're giving, you say talk about astragalus and those kind of um, supplements. Usually for a Libra, I want to get them grounded. Hmm. Uh, definitely. They have to be grounded so that they stop uh, using so much of their own energy. They have to be grounded to the earth, get some chi uh, from the earth. And so I usually do chrysanthemum which yeah. is like a helichrysum or a reishi. You know a reishi. A reishi yeah. will build a, the, the grounding chi within your kidneys and pull up some energy so they can actually start to develop and give and receive at the same
0: time. That's really I hope
1: good. that was a decent explanation. That that's be- the Libra.
0: It was fantastic, and so I do want to mention before we get into these other uh, all all of these other signs here and how this affects your health. Again, uh, I do want to because I, I do get emails all the time of people saying, "Hey, Dr. Axe, you know what? what, what where are some of these fight things founded?" And I do want to mention it's pretty amazing when you look at not to make this religious. I just do want to say this that you know when you look at the three wise men, one of the most famous stories of all time, who brought the infant Christ gold frankincense and myrrh which are these amazing remedies in and of themselves I mean frankincense and myrrh but that being said, uh, it's noted that both Daniel and then those three wise men and many other people in the Bible, they actually followed the stars. They followed signs and astrology to get them literally across, you know, across the desert from one, uh, from one country to another. I mean, it's pretty amazing when you look at following the stars, you know, I think it's interesting as well. You've probably read this, that when there's a full moon, statistically, medically, it shows there are more births. During that time, so there are all these signs and these seasons wow, and that, that happen. Um, and again, this is proved by medical science today. We've we've seen this about how um, these things are affected. So, anyways, I did want to mention because one of the things I want to mention too is is I saw you've got these bracelets on, yes, uh, which are awesome by the way for grounding. And so, when Chelsea flies and when I fly, we make sure we have actually certain things like we wear tiger eye and some of the black and some of the darker grounding. Um, crystals as well. And uh, that's again. exactly,
1: yes. Well, um, well I wear them too. We talked about like, I'll have certain ones on certain wrists. And you know what I'll do sometimes, Josh, is like we were talking about how me and Josh will like take essential oils and you can take that and put them on the beads and some of the essential oils can actually proven how they get into the sensories like up through the nose and calm down the brain calm down the glands and actually create a chemical response which is beneficial for us, especially like when you fly or you're into an, another area and remember we talked about like when you fly to another area they say that you if you had good beads on and if you take your shoes off and put your feet in the area you're going into that you actually can circulate with the circadian rhythm of the place right. you go into and that's pretty amazing
0: I love it it's great yeah the first thing that I Chelsea and I try and do when we when we fly somewhere is kick our shoes off and Walk somewhere for oh, yeah, uh, and uh, it it really makes it. I I know these things, it really makes a big difference, especially like if we do an international flight. We went to London, we did that and did a quick workout, and it really reset our bodies. It was amazing. Let's jump into Scorpio here, Scorpio. Yeah, let's talk Scorpio. Scorpio. See, I get better at the fall and spring
1: ones because I'm always trying to like my, my mom and is like, she's a Leo. She's like you. My sister's a Scorpio. So we're talking about end of October, beginning to November 21st. They're very loyal. They're very passionate. They're very, um, brave. And they are the ones who will defend those who are weak and who are disadvantaged. So you could compare them almost to a six in the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. So if they see somebody who is hurting, especially anybody they love, they will defend at their own expense. So they defend those that are less at or at a disadvantage And they'll do it again at the expense of their own energy. So as they spend more energy defending the weak, they do the opposite again. They start to feel like nobody is taking up the slack from me. So then they'll, Scorpios have a really big tendency to be pretty hard on themselves and have low self-worth. Truly they'll defend They're passionate. They'll, they'll lead and they'll actually try to take charge, but down deep, Inside the Scorpio, there's always a bit of low self-worth, a little bit of uh, self-doubt. And so they will try their hardest to keep defending the weak because they think I get some form of value from putting this out there because I don't feel very valued. And I have found that, and I can say that me and my sister have many discussions. I have many patients that are Scorpio that come in and they want to create care. They want to create love. At the same time because there's probably a trauma that's occurred early in their life where they didn't feel love they didn't feel care and that's a program that's been running but with a Scorpio the biggest thing that I find is as they keep giving energy and they won't um, they want to defend I give them herbs that enhance their not aggression but the ability to defend to take charge to get going almost like an adaptogen for their adrenals and their testosterone so i'll look at suma and stuff like that yeah
0: yes i was gonna say so some qi yang uh combined building herbs so it's a panax ginseng it's uh probably rhodiola. it's actually gonna be ashwagandha
1: ashwagandha ashwagandha
0: is a perfect example of an herb that's that's qi and yang and actually hypothyroidism Mm -hmm. is low qi yang you know what so, That's, in most ah. cases so yeah he
1: always teaches me i love this no until ashwagandha is the herb that helps you sleep at night but also gives you strength in the morning it has such a double whammy on. i love it though That's good. He, i mean ashwagandha i have literally seen and i know you have too i have solved a lot of cases just with that one herb that one and astragalus like you just said i've literally yeah. put people on those two and i've seen People with really difficult chronic conditions, 90% solved.
0: Well, it's a really really insightful statement because, again, you look at what most people struggle with. At least when I first opened my clinic, which I'm not in full-time practice anymore, but when I was, the biggest things I was shocked by were two things. The amount of people with thyroid conditions, like hypothyroidism, yeah. The number of people with digestive issues. But if you think about it, I mean Ashwagandha is gonna really help build and strengthen the thyroid more than probably any other urban astragalus is so good for strengthening the entire digestive system and immune system. So it makes that makes sense.
1: It makes sense because um I love the fact that how astragalus um we we were talking the other day about like individuals who come in that have Lyme disease or parasitic activity and they get that leaky gut and and I am so thankful that astragalus was one of the herbs that and I would have some forms of cat's claw. You could kind of mix those two and that stuff would go right to that leaky gut and like clean out and build the immune out so well and heal the gut. So, yes, I love I, astragalus.
0: I love it. It's brilliant. Just for everybody listening, astragalus is the strengthener of the gut, where cat's claw reduces the inflammation. It's a really powerful anti-inflammatory uh, yes. that you can use. And, of course, turmeric and ginger, galangal, those are great as well, but cat's claw, also fantastic. All right, let's jump into the Sag- caps. There we go. Capri-
1: the Capricorn. I'm the Capricorn. Well, no, well, right. no,
0: we, we have Sagittarius next.
1: Sagittarius.
0: I'm so and sorry. Capricorn. We're going
1: to jump. Hey, we're going to get to you. I'm sorry. I just jumped the gun. I was trying to like get, get to the point where I was like, okay, Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius are probably some of the most happy people in the world. So Sagittarius are the people who are like basically the most fun-loving, um, excited. They are free spirits. They're the risk-takers in our world, and they always want connection. So I love to use examples. I have people in my family. I believe my assistant, Blaze, is a Sagittarius by a trait. She's not born during that time, but somehow she has to be.
0: <laughs> but, wait, 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 before we do that, I'll say, because <laughs> because due date, <laughs> let's say somebody is born two weeks early or two weeks late yep. from their due date or months early. I mean that that can affect it do we know the answers there probably not but I just wanted to say that I will say this
1: I have been reading a book guys called the cosmic shift and it comes from you know we talked about having a preface about like how like in Christian faith or different faiths like we talk about how people read stars and they talk about the alignment and the rotation of the universe but there's a book called cosmic shift and it's talking just like that it says if you're supposed to be born at a certain time but you're born premature or a little bit late. Are you at the sign of the date you were supposed to be born? And they say every so many thousand years that the, they call the turning of the age in the scriptures and the Bible. It talks about the shifting of the actual universe. The shift of the whole solar system it means that some people could be born in one month, but they're meant to be born the next month. They were like, and so they had the signs. Like if I was a Capricorn, I could have total Sagittarius signs because yep. the, of the shift in the stars. I don't know, but um, that could that have uh, explained though about me, though. I like to have fun, right, Josh? We're just like, I'm a oh, fun-loving guy, you're, you know?
0: So anyways, I just want to say, <laughs> hey, if you maybe feel like, hey, you're a Scorpio, but you're in the Sagittarius date by a couple of weeks, sometimes you actually can be. Um, one of the you know one of the signs that's next to the other one. Again, I just wanted to say that. So let's jump into Sagittarius.
1: Um, I would say that they're the,
0: the fun-loving individual, and their
1: biggest thing is that they love to have contact, they love to have relationships. The biggest thing is to bring people together, right. and community is a very important perception to the Sagittarius. So what I'm saying is. In the programming of Sagittarius within the neurology is that they are prone to say like connection, feeling love, having family and friends together is what brings value or validity to my life. So as they see this connectivity, they're so busy bringing people together that if they do this exhaustively, they'll start to see the community to start to be claustrophobic to them. Then they'll crave freedom. So they love the party. They love getting everybody together. But when they get tired, they're like, I got to get people. I got to push people away. So you know a Sagittarius, when they get tired, they're like, I love getting together with people. And then you try to call them. They're like, I'm not getting together with anybody
0: at all. I mean, it's so funny. I knew a Sagittarius growing up. And she was such a free, you know, just a free-spirited person. just <laughs> makes me laugh because I know I know this person was just like that. And we know some people like this now. And I'll just throw this. If anybody is – uh, uh turned on to the chinese medicine we yeah. probably also throw, throw this person as a fire element
1: oh my uh, word they are the, they're they're the li- they bring life to the party yeah. like they literally bring life to the party and so that's exactly the comparison and so we know like an element theory if you have a fire element and they just keep burning burning they'll just burn out and they yeah. are not good to anybody else but yeah they so, cur- so, so, sometimes they can be a little dramatic <laughs> if they're out of balance if they're out of balance <laughs> Well, I would say this, if you're a fire out there, we're talking, we're not like, we're just saying it's true. If you're a fire, you're young, you're young fire, it starts to burn, burn, burn. Then we recommend Josh and I would say, well, we need to bring up the yin portion of you just a bit to pull you back. So with like a Sagittarius, some of the things I use are just like, um, there's one form called albesia. Mm. Albizia is a uh, small plant that they use and it is a yin builder it'll build the yin so it calms the person down so they can stay focused and what happens is like the person who craves they crave freedom because they get claustrophobic you'll find that as you heal as uh, as you heal you'll actually become more outgoing you'll stay in that realm that healthy realm but you'll have like a very calm effect of bringing people together not um, depending on the connectivity of others to give you self-worth. Like I feel okay. If everybody's together, that's not what we want. We want you to say, everybody's here and everybody loves you. You're the fun loving person. You're a fire element.
0: Fires are fun. I mean, fire elements are, uh, and for me as a wood element, I'll just say this, like fires, I can handle a healthy fire element for a period of time. Yeah. Fire element gets out of balance and gets to it. It, it burns me a little bit no it's it truly it's it's, like it's really interesting it is Uh, fun
1: it's like they'll burn you up you're not careful
0: you you mentioned this earlier so they need to really help build the yin that's like yoga is very yin building yin and Mm -hmm. yang are more the feminine and masculine aspects of sort of Chinese medicine just I want to explain to everybody so and and flowers are yin they're very feminine and so that's why a lot of that like chamomile tea is one of the chief yin builders lavender oil you know all these floral things are so good for yin of everybody Hey guys, it's Dr. Axe here to talk with you about your nutrition. Did you know today's food contains only a fraction of the nutritional value it once had? That's why Ancient Nutrition, the supplement brand I started with Jordan Rubin, offers nutritional products designed to make history's healthiest whole food nutrients convenient for everyday life. It's Ancient Nutrition for the modern world. Check us out at ancientnutrition.com to learn more. Let's get on to Dr. Chris Motley, the Capricorn. By the way, if you guys are enjoying this interview, make sure to check out Dr. Motley. spelled out, Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R, Motley, uh, M-O-T-L-E-Y, on oh. Instagram. His Instagram is fantastic. Chelsea and I love following him. And go back and look at his posts on the Zodiac signs and on his Enneagram posts. They are literally the best of the best that I've seen. Oh, man. Uh, for, and I'm not just trying. I'm just uh, – and I'm serious. I like to promote people that I personally follow and gain value from, and so I've learned so much from you in this regard, so I just want to say I appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Capricorn. I- talk to us Capricorn. about yourself
0: and what they can do to be healthy.
1: Capricorns, number one. I'm going to tell you about myself. Stubborn. We are stubborn, stubborn people. But I will say this, that Capricorns, and I'm not just speaking on myself, but the other Capricorns out there, we love vision. We love to inspire, and we like to take inspiration and put it to action. We see something that sparks us, and we will take the idea and roll with it. Um, We're pretty organized. Uh, we like to be visionaries and we like to learn more and we are uh, Disciplined to take any idea and try to make it work try to bring it to fruition So to stay healthy as a Capricorn our tendency is to be workaholics. We like to drive Wood elements <laughs> Josh can be a workaholic We want to keep moving forward because we want to see something come to the final end point so and myself I pride myself on being able to do many things at one time. But for a Capricorn, you need to be single-minded. You need to have one vision and do one thing at a time. So when we talk about yin and yang, you need to increase the yin by prayer, by doing simple forms of relaxive meditation, if it's just focusing on that one thing you need to do. Those are two big uh, big things I recommend because I do them myself. I breathe exclusively deeply through the stomach, and it pulls in your parasympathetic nervous system to calm you down. So then uh, nutritionally, for myself, uh, for the Capricorn, since they're an earth element, and I have a tendency to get very high, uh, strong, I want to bring some more yin nurturing to the earth element, which means I'm going to eat foods that are pretty much more rich in minerals. So I choose a diet uh, myself that has a high density of minerals, or I take multi minerals i take a lot of minerals and i take things like fulvic or humic minerals we've talked about that and if you find what that will do is especially for a capricorn will nourish the adrenal glands it'll help the body then if you took something uh, like me and josh talked about ashwagandha you'll take the adaptogenic effects of like ashwagandha plus the minerals that's what i do a lot i'll take both of them nourish my adrenals taking the ashwagandha, utilize it, brings a little bit more infertility in the body. And so then I calm down, I look at the vision I have, and then I can progress further. And so what it does is it raises my awareness to say, I want to get to point A plus B equals C, but to get to point C, I have to rest. That's what the nutrition will do. It'll tell you, you have to take a rest to get so to that good.
0: Point. You know, one of the things, just uh, if people are looking for the specific supplement that has humic and fulvic acid, doing shalajit is one of those oh, fantastic ones to-, to take, I, uh, uh, Have you used which, a lot which, which literally, shalajit, it's a form of kind of like, uh, uh, it's, it's sort of like um, volcanic, uh, it's sort of like volcanic dirt. It's just very uh, nutrient-dense soil per se, uh, but, but it's really mineral-rich, as you said, and I'm high in humic and fulvic acid.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I, you know what? I read about that two weeks ago, and I thought I need to get uh, products in there just to check it out on some individuals because I had uh, a nun uh, that came in from out of town, and she told me about that. Uh, I will do that. That's going to be one of my to-do
0: lists, though. You'll love it. All right. Next one here. Let's talk about the Aquarius.
1: The Aquarius. Oh, goodness gracious. Aquarius is what we would say are the best listeners that you will ever encounter. Okay. And they are probably the most objective person that you will find. So I could almost relate them to a peacemaker. So these are the individuals who basically you can go to with any problem. And if you and I, Josh, have a problem and we go to, a, any, go to an Aquarius, we know they're not going to pe- cast judgment on us. And this is the great thing. They may never agree with you because they're a strong individual but they will never tell you that they disagree with you. They are such good listening boards, which means they absorb a lot of energy. They pull in a lot of energy and they will listen and they will make you feel comfort Mm -hmm. internally though. They are so warm to you that they literally love you, that they're not going to turn it around and get resentful towards you. They'll build it up in that body. They'll build that energy and that chi up. And so I usually find this. They're the individuals who can hear with their ears stored in their stomach and express for their heart. They will sit there and just stuff, stuff, Mm -hmm. stuff. And they're like, I'm going to give, give, give. But they have a hard time receiving care, love, and attention from other people. So nutritionally, to open up the idea where they talk about the prefrontal cortex, we talked about like the connection with the brain where you have this, there's certain areas of your brain where we have to accentuate it to where you can express your ideas, feel with your heart. So all that to say, those individuals, I usually will find that Ayurvedic medicine, like we talked about ashwagandha, I also use suma root and I even throw in, um, uh, uh, suma with they call it. There's an endo Oh my goodness, Josh, I forgot. I may have to give you the name of it later. But it's a Suma mixture, and what Suma will do is accentuate the big three. It accentuates the thyroid, the adrenals, and the ovaries in women, and the testes okay. in men. So what I try to do with these individuals is build up some fortitude. So what I'm trying to do is, as they absorb all this energy, they don't let it out. I need to create what they call protective chi protection. So if you build up the adrenals and thyroid and the, um, the reproductive glands, they actually get a better filter for what's coming in. Hmm. So I suggest to my patients who are Aquarius, I like take this suma get stronger your filter for what's coming in you're going to filter out what's good for you and what's bad because you can't be everything to everybody that's what aquarius will do and so they're known for being the absorbers but you can't absorb everything so endo that's supreme good. is real, or, or or suma root and i also take um to me i always say b1 like a b one like b one is yep. really great for them, and b6 because it starts turning that krebs cycle really well so that's i will do that too
0: yeah, I'm big for one of the areas you mentioned with thyroid two. B one is 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 so important oh, yeah. for that. All right, Pisces. Let's talk about that. Oh my goodness, the Pisces.
1: <laughs> so creative. Oh my goodness. And I tell you this, they are the artistic, they are the romantics, they are probably what we call the artists of our world. And these are the individuals who you go out, you know, me and, and Josh is, a,
0: is this an Enneagram four? Four is it yeah it's
1: four usually you'll find the fours that are born like in february march like in that whole area and you'll find the people who when they're born in february march it's amazing to that whole springtime it's like that wood time within within chinese medicine is like they take ideas and they can make them better they can make them grow like yourself right i would say the artistic side of the um pisces is that you'll see the uh guitar players, the rock and rollers, the people who are the painters, they are busy taking ideas, making them better. Mm. So they love to be different. They love to have their own individuality. So the problem with these individuals is as they work to be individual, be an individual, be different. They love that identity. So they program themselves to have that identity. And so they will wall themselves off and become more reclusive because this is my identity. That means anybody that now that approaches them, that tries to get close to them, they're like, no, I've got to keep this artistic, this, uh, you know, separate vibe about me. So with this individual, healthily I say there's a few practices you do need to like join like groups of community like there's Mm. some form you have to get around other people and they'll have a tendency to get around other artists or other individuals I'm like you know you have to get it around individuals who have different personalities to get you out of your shell what I will find is they have the heart constrictors what I mean is they wall off the heart Mm. and so I will I do sometimes a a mixture of um, I'll do papaya ginkgo i'll throw in some forms of even black radish even though it's for parasites and such but they find that accentuator or heating up the blood with like a pyre ginkgo getting the blood really moving opens up the heart space so i suggest that um Even with uh, a red sage, we talked about that in Chinese medicine. Red sage and dan shen, I that's one big thing. And you, and dan shen is so good for hormones too. So I will give this patient some dan shen and say, "Let's get this heart flowing." And you'll find that the artistic people, like, oh, I hung out and did this, and I expressed, and they get more ideas when they actually are more open to the people around them and such. I, so I love it, man.
0: What, what a great recommendation. I mean, Dan Shen, red sage. I mean, that is one of the most widely used herbs in Chinese oh, Ayurveda and it's hardly used here, but uh, yes. yeah. If, if you're, again, as you're talking about improving circular, you know, circulatory health, it's huge. Um, oh my goodness. All right. Next one here. It. Aries. Let's talk about Aries.
1: Aries is basically, Oh, it's like the ram. The Ram is the person who is, I have so much in my head about Thelma, but they're courageous and they're determined. And the Aries individual has tons of energy, tons of passion, and they have the ability to fight. So it's not like they need a lot of people around them. They literally have the capacity to fight and to take up where other people, not say disadvantage, if they ever see anybody that's just been wronged, they will fight for them, and they're different from like they call like a six in the enneagram. And I'm not trying to sound confusing, but um, it's almost like being a loyalist and being a defender at the same time. So I will say, let's put it this way: the competitive people in our world, the people who are very competitive-driven, the people who uh, love competition and like to be pushed—that is an Aries. And Aries is an individual who wants to um, always push. status quo. So if you give them an idea, they will take that idea and they will challenge you with it. They will like to find out what you think about it, why you believe it. So as this occurs and they try to find out what the truth is behind any subject matter, they are the people who want to find the honesty behind people. So I find that any individual who comes in as an Aries is a person who will exhaust themselves and become the investigator. They want to find the truth. They want to find out what makes what works. But the tendency they have is that their brain will always keep working. They will not let it stop. They will be almost become, not say OCD, but their brain is always trying to figure out why something works. Why is that person this way? Why is the person I'm working with acting that way? They try to investigate. So, again, I want to calm the mind down. Most individuals would think that, does that mean my competitive nature, my drive to find out the truth diminishes? Like, not at all. What you're doing is you're conserving energy to actually allow you to find out what really is important, what is really worth going after and investigating. But in our world, if we didn't have Aries, like the true meaning behind things like would never be... Solved like the the smallest problems in our world. Like even like a person who's an engineer, why does this work this way? Mm. This is how you solve it. Aries solve problems. They're really great. That's
0: good. And which is interesting because Enneagram, you mentioned kind of two, well, I'm just comparing this to Enneagram. It reminds me of a couple of things. It reminds me of a three, but also a five.
1: Oh, uh, man. Yeah. On
0: Enneagram. But.
1: Because the fives love to investigate, or they'll take what you say, and then I, they come back to the office, and they're like, yeah, I read so many reports about yeah. the information you gave me. And I'm like, and then they go exhaustive over the fact that, like, I didn't even know that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. That's good. Oh, my goodness. All
1: right, let's talk. We got three more here. Let's talk about the Taurus. Oh my goodness. I love the Taurus because their idea is, if I'm the bull, hard work creates equal return. So a Taurus is that individual who can come in and will work their hardest and they appreciate the fine things in life, the give and take, the yin yang, what I put in, I get back. So as a Taurus works hard and they see that as they get returned for an equal share, they have a tendency to take their body, work hard, put something into somebody, right, a relationship, work, their schedule, and they'll put everything into it. They have the huge tendency of forgetting to allow that energy to flow right back into them. Mm. They will put everything into being a hard worker. And if you know a Taurus, and if you are one, my thing is that they are totally adrenaline driven. They, lit- they literally are the night owls. They, can- they will probably get up early, and they will roll all through the day, and they'll build up gen- adrenaline all day. And then they go, well, I go to bed at 1, and I get up at 5. And I work again, I'm like, that is just not
0: And and you're like, and then they'll be like, I don't understand why I'm tired. (laughs) It's the truth, (laughs) right? I remember I I used to have a radio show. This is like uh, 10 years ago. And I had somebody call in and I'm on the phone with them. And they're like, I eat this, I eat this, I do this. And they're like, I, you know, why am I still tired? And I was like, that's actually pretty impressive (laughs) that you eat and do all these lifestyle things. And then at the end, I'm like, well, how many hours of sleep do you get a night? (laughs) Four, Four. (laughs) what four hours i don't care what you eat if you're sleeping four hours a night you're not gonna that's exactly
1: like i'm like that can't equal out you can't like think that you're gonna get a few hours of sleep and create 15 hours in a day or like you know to to work uh it's true how the Taurus does the Taurus will like wear themselves out to where they don't let their chi build up at night and they'll work hard so the Taurus is not about, about me getting them to slow down because it's their work ethic. They're going to go hard, harder. So to help heal this individual, well, as a Taurus receives as they work, they want to get back something good in return. They love the finer things in life. Mm. As a Taurus, you need to invest in quality things. Truly, you have to take your money, take your time, take whatever you have and invest it in quality relationships Quality things you love. I'm really like a car, like your clothes, like your food, because as you feed yourself and allow that yin yang effect, the energy you put out to come back to you, you'll start to create balance. You'll go. There has to be a healthy balance of how much work I put out with how much I receive. That trains your neurology to actually create a steady flow. Then you'll want to start sleeping better. You really will. You want to have more things to you know more time for yourself, more sleep because you're actually allowing hard work to equal good pleasure. And nutrition wise, to help slow down the adrenals, I don't really want to slow down the adrenals. I find that if we accentuate the adrenals, so I give a lot of adaptogens for the adrenals. Yeah. And then what would you suggest on those? Brother? I mean, I,
0: I like Romania. I mean, Romania is a, again, it's not one that people, it's the number one adaptogen recommended in Chinese medicine. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of adapt Astragalus, I guess, categorically is, and so is Rishi and some others, but I would say that I think Romania is a really, a really good one for people um especially if you want one that's a little more towards the yin building where Ashwagandha yeah. is a little more tied towards the, the yang but i think yeah
1: i i think uh romania i've had two patients the other day that brought um like a romania leaf in and they were like um do you think i should just eat this and i was like probably could but i would just go get a cap, yeah, m- yeah, capsule yeah. or a tea like yeah, that <laughs> the stories we hear brother. Oh my goodness. I
0: totally agree. Uh Oh, what's next? Gemini. Let's talk about the Gemini. i I know, you know, a pretty good Gemini. (laughs) I do. My wife, Chelsea, (laughs) she's a Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) My my, my wife, she's the most amazing person. She is uh, so deep and so reflective and has so much wisdom. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the Gemini.
1: Gemini is um, I will say this preface that uh, Chelsea is so intuitive and one of the most yes. insightful, intuitive, basically can read somebody very, very quickly. Yeah. And, and so Gemini, people call them the twins. So some people will make an excuse as they come in and they'll say, hey, I'm a Gemini. So they'll say, well, are you two-faced? So that means that you can have two sides of you like, they're not very dependable because they'll say one thing, but they mean the other. And I say, no, no, no. A healthy Gemini is a person who adapts well. It's not about being, Chelsea could walk into a room and say, I can talk to a room full of people, or I can be one-on-one with somebody. So the tendency to be able to adapt is the biggest strength of the Gemini, Yeah. me. And so when they, they can be compared to, like you say, very wise and very intuitive, which is water element. And so they'll have a watermelon element to them, which means they're the philosophers. They're people who can go in, internalize a room, find out the situation, adapt to everybody's situation, and make every person feel so important. Like literally everybody, that they're the most important person in the world. So they had this gifting of accentuating a person's gifts, and they also have the problem of when they do that is like, who am I in the middle of this? I have to adapt. Where am I in the mix of this? And so you'll see it in their workforce or their work life. They'll go, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to make a mark. What am I? Where am I at in this? And even in a relationship. So you want to hone those individuals down, in my opinion. Like They'll have too many scattered thoughts. So you always try to find an, uh, items or any type of nutrition that would actually bring them calm and bring them back to center and to focus. Now, I do recommend, like we've talked about Tai Chi and Qigong, like because you take movement and you're moving energy or trying to move like electricity to the body to like be single focused. Were you going to say so, something?
0: No, I was just going to say, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think doing those free, free flowing movements, whether it be Tai Chi, Qigong, I mean, certain types of yoga and exercise, I mean, just general movements, I think, are absolutely great and I think it's an important point with all of these different signs and all different personalities is that when somebody's in balance and they're in their zone and they're healthy you're just getting the positive from them I mean you're just getting the uh you know like again if we've talked about if you're talking about like a leo for instance when I'm balanced for me it's um I'm a leader I'm a visionary I'm pouring into other people I'm not being about myself I'm being about others if you have a leo though that is about them their self if a leo is unbalanced they're prideful they're they're self-centered they don't care about other people's feelings they can be abrasive and so Mm -hmm. it's Mm. it's again it's important to remember with all of these different signs part of the key is if somebody's personality is off you, you just know that person is out of balance uh and they need to get back in balance
1: that's the best key. It's like, it is truly what you're talking about being healthy and in a healthy spot and unhealthy spot. And many times people have like on the, like in our feeds, they've talked about like, why do, how do we write about, um, you and I talk about like certain body types or a neogram or the, the, uh, Zodiac. And that's the truth of it. It's like, you find what nutrition, what environment accentuates the positive healthy aspects of your personality so as we talk about being a Leo or me being a Capricorn I have to sub- surround myself with individuals to um, not in a sense like want me to, um, take or create vision for them. I just need to be in a sense confined, and allow me to ruminate and try to express myself. When I do that, I am more loving, more outgoing, not stubborn, trying to, um, bring more people into my life. So when we talk about this, it's right. We always try to find the accentuate the positive aspects. And like if, if a Gemini, for instance, gets too, um, clouded with too many thoughts and things going on, I usually will try to uh, create some form of single focus and they can do that with um, minerals and vitamins. But I really focus like on those individuals like serotonin and dopamine balance. And I will give those individuals large amounts of uh, B6, P5P, a B6 vitamin, and I'll do selenium and sometimes zinc and a bit of magnesium. If you get their bodies to break down like serotonin and dopamine, the Gemini aspect of having too many things again OCD or ADHD kind of feel like there's too many things we'll start to hone down and be more focused
0: so good it's so amazing how your your emotions can affect your physical health and your physical health your nutrition can affect your emotions let's go to the last one here uh the sign cancer
1: oh my goodness my brother is a cancer and so I always make fun of him for that um they are the people who will literally give the coat off their back um my i really they're the fun loving people love to talk to a cancer because uh, they always want to make life fun and life-giving however they are very good at analyzing and they call it like nitpicking so they are the people in our culture who are taking problems and can make solve a problem very quickly for it and people will go to these people because they solve a problem very quickly but the at the same time they're fun and so people love to have them around and so they invest a lot into people they can analyze they solve people's problems people come to them all the time to solve a problem which is almost like an eight because an eight will do that too an eight will, will solve a lot of problems but once you get tired and gets fatigued the uh cancers will basically become offstandish and get kind of rude they can get um not say mean but they can get a little testy. Yeah. And the reason that uh, cancers uh, want to get testy, I tell them when they come in, especially my brother. Oh, my goodness. I love that guy. But I will say that he can, um, he can push it so hard that he, anything he'll snap at, like a crab. like yeah, That's yeah. what they call the cancer. So the first thing I suggest to a patient who has cancer is you've got to schedule in days off or days to time to yourself. Like yeah. you have to schedule a day off. And when I, uh, brother, my brother, I would say high amounts of ashwagandha completely because I know he was tired, but I still need to raise his young a little bit, the young yeah. energy. And I also did a lot of reishi. So I would do a lot of reishi. Sometimes I would actually do, um, lion's mane.
0: Yeah. Correct. Lion's
1: mane mushroom for their brain. So those are the things that helped calm him down. Do you know any, uh, do you know any cancers?
0: I definitely do. And I'm trying to think, I, so many of my family they're all, everyone's birthdays in the fall and spring right now um pretty much i mean everyone in chelsea's i mean my and chelsea's family we got a lot of spring birthdays yeah uh, we got a couple of fall my brother is a uh he's december 5th my sister october 9th but uh i know somebody i'm trying to think who it is but actually well, my gran- yeah so it's uh but a lot of fall and spring right now
1: well i'll say like with cancers though i i, I- I will find, I will see that as they are the people who solve problems, their tendency is always to give information, solve problems, give out. The problem is, is that they always start to think like I'm based upon how much I give. Like I'm only judged that's for my, how that, much that, I that's give. My
0: value, my self-worth is based off of that. Yes. Yeah.
1: I, Once they get better, they stop thinking that way and they'll start to go like, people love me for who I am. They have a very low low self-esteem issue if they're not careful
0: that's good so 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 yeah build those adrenals as dr chris talked about i want to say this too um man i I love talking about this stuff because these are things that not, not a lot of people are talking about, but the, these are principles that are thousands of years old. When we talk about Chinese medicine, when we talk about Ayurvedic medicine, when we talk about these things, these, are, these have been around like 3,500 years. A lot of this is biblical medicine. I mean, all of these things we've talked about. So I want to say yes. thanks so much to Dr. Chris for being on here today oh, and make sure to check you. out his Instagram at Dr. spelled out Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R. Motley, Dr. Motley. Check him out on Instagram. Go go check out his posts on Enneagram. They're fantastic. On Zodiac and everything else you'll love. And also check out what's your website, Mm -hmm. Dr. Chris? It's Dr. Motley. You can do either way,
1: drmotley.com or Dr. Motley. And before I go though, I just want to say thank you, Josh. Josh has become a true close friend of mine and I'm so grateful we got to meet and it's great to have camaraderie and I really appreciate all your wisdom. And I learned so much from this guy, and I see why everybody goes to him for just knowledge and increase. So, thank you again, brother, for doing this. Awesome. hey, well,
0: thanks out. a lot, Dr. Chris, for being on today. And we'll have you on again soon. Again, we'll do one on the Enneagram here pretty oh, yeah. soon and teach you. So, all right, man. Awesome. Thanks. God bless. See you soon. Man. See you, brother. Bye. Take it easy, well. Bye.
1: This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and ingredients discussed in this podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you believe you may have a medical condition, please consult your doctor. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guests' qualifications or credibility. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.